our oldest kiddos have started to request family movie nights. And we typically try to show them movies that Jared and I have both seen already. And something that has been really fun is to show them classics, movies that we enjoyed when we were growing up. So the other day we showed them for the second time, the 1964 version of Mary Poppins. And one of the scenes that always made me giggle as a kid and that I loved was when they were needing to clean up the playroom and or the nursery. And she had said, quote, in every job that must be done, there is an element of fun. You find the fun and snap the jobs a game. Close quote. We are going to be leaning heavily into this gamifying our jobs, your job as a secondary teacher to get the most done during the school day so that you can enjoy time outside of the school day with those you love with a fun scorecard. In today's episode, we're going to be going over what that scorecard is and how to get it for free. Welcome to the Secondary Teacher Podcast, the podcast for middle and high school teachers juggling multiple preps to get the strategies to reduce overwhelm so that you don't have to choose between being an effective teacher and prioritizing important relationships. I'm your host, Kristen Masick, a 10-year high school engineering teacher, former middle school assistant principal, and teacher coach. Every week, we will discuss strategies, systems, and time-saving tips to help you not only survive, but thrive as a multiple prep teacher. Because I don't want to leave you hanging, you can go to kristenmasick.com forward slash scorecard to get your own Google spreadsheet version of this scorecard so that you don't have to take as many notes. But you are welcome to take notes as I'm going to be going over everything that is on the scorecard. When I started to think about what I wanted to put on this scorecard for you, I went to research. I am a researcher by nature. I want to know what are going to be those things that research has really proved to us that helps reduce the overwhelm and the effects of burnout on teachers. And quite honestly, there wasn't a lot. And most of it was things that you do outside of school, like get rest and exercise and the idea of taking care of yourself. But I really wanted to dig into those things that you could do inside of school. When I created this scorecard, I was really looking at things that you can do during the school day that can have a profound effect on making your job easier, especially if you are teaching multiple preps. And even if you're not, there are things that can really make your day and your load a lot lighter. As a side note, this scorecard is meant to be an end of day reflection, although you could fill it out as the day progresses. It could make sense that as you are filling it out, here's a certain order. Let's start at the top. You are going to be getting points for clearing off your workspace at the end of the school day. It is going to really help reduce your stress and overwhelm when you come into a space that is already cleaned and not just what your janitors or your maintenance staff or your sweepers do every night with your carpet, but really cleaning up or at least having that appearance of having a clean working space. You're going to focus on your desk and then any horizontal surfaces because that tends to be where things will pile up the most. 
And if you want to know a little bit more about how to make this easy and the rationale behind doing it, you can tune into episode 58, which is about three simple ways to keep your classroom organized in under 10 minutes. So this doesn't need to take a long time. The second way that you can earn points is by delegating administrative tasks, anything that you don't physically have to do because of FERPA or anything like that, you give it to somebody else, whether that is a student aide or it is support staff, something that they can do that you don't have to do, copies or any sort of prep work, laminating, cutting things out, all sorts of stuff that takes a lot of time that someone else can can do. The next one is to use a template of some sort. This can be a lesson planning template, activity templates, note-taking templates, anything to save you time. There is power in templates because it really will simplify what you're doing and you can reuse it over and over and over again. Moving on, you are going to get yourself a point for taking a five minute break during the day to recharge. I like to use the Pomodoro method, which has you use 20 to 25 minutes of focused task doing and then give yourself five minute breaks. That's how it works is that you are really focusing and then you are able to give yourself a break. There's power in giving yourself that break to do whatever you want, whether it's walk around the school or just check your phone, something to give yourself a break. You need to schedule in those breaks and you will get points for doing that. The next one is creating a positive and engaging classroom environment for you and your students. This is having a light atmosphere when students come in and really focusing on making it a pleasant place for you and your students because you are in there the majority of your day. This could be building relationships with students, having those conversations, getting to know them, letting them get to know you, Or it could even just be allowing yourself to laugh and you can give yourself points for whenever that happens, whether you are laughing at yourself or you made a joke or whether or not the students get it, just allowing that lightness to happen at school is really going to help with your positive energy. Now we are going to go to having your students self-assess or peer assess their work. This will take a lot from you or often of your plate because you are allowing them to do the assessing. Now, this doesn't have to be the final assessing or it could, but you could have them do some sort of think, pair, share. You can have them do this on exit tickets, peer reviews. It could be student conferences. There's a whole bunch of things. It doesn't matter how you do it, but you are allowing your students to see where they are and give you the feedback on where they are rather than you having to do that work. Still along the line of feedback, you're going to get some points for giving personalized verbal feedback to students during class. As your students are working independently or however you do this in your class, as you're going around, you can really stop those misconceptions and those errors that are happening frequently when you are giving that feedback instantly and not waiting for them to turn in an assignment. I think that was one of the worst mistakes that I made as a new teacher was not circulating the room enough and not 
catching students in those errors during real time and instead relying on them turning in an assignment for me to give them feedback because they never read the comments and they weren't able to fix those mistakes because at that point, now that they've turned in a couple of assignments with that same mistake, now it's more of a habit and they don't realize it's a mistake that they are making. Another one for while you are monitoring your students working is note your students' progress as you are giving feedback. And this can just be a simple way of just saying, okay, they're on track, they're not on track. It can be a way for you to see what is going on and what's not going on. And it's meant to be super informal. This isn't giving them marks or grades. It's just giving you that feedback so that you know whether or not to move on or what needs to be reviewed or retaught. Sometimes you won't see everything that needs to be given you as feedback. You will get some points for collecting student feedback on any activities that you're doing, assignments, assessments, to identify areas that you can improve as a teacher or where you might need to adjust accordingly. Once again, this could be exit tickets, it could be a survey, or it could be just asking a few students casually what they are enjoying or where they feel like you could be improving some more. Yet another way to get some points is going to be to reflect on the day's lessons and identify areas for improvement. If you have collected feedback from students and from yourself, you'll be able to have an idea of how to answer these questions. How did the lesson go? How engaged were the students? What needs to be retaught? And you give yourself points for just taking a few minutes to reflect and note some things that you might need to redo for the following day or the next class period. Your next task that can earn you points is having a to-do list for the following day, specifically for the planning times or the planning period. However you have chunked your availability for doing a planning and prep during your day, whether you have given yourself some time before school and then your prep period, a little time after school, however that works for you, having specific tasks to accomplish within those times will really make it so that you can really be prepared for the next day. Now, I would caution you, do not plan more than five tasks per chunk of time. And if you have a smaller amount of time, then you're going to want to even limit that more. So five tasks would be something that you could or hopefully should be able to accomplish during your planning time. You will want to take note of how long things take so that you can know in the future whether or not you can fit five things within your planning period or prep time, or if that needs to be smaller to about three. And then the last way that you can earn points for yourself is to make progress on your top three tasks for the week. I've mentioned before that you really want to have just three major tasks that you want to get done for the week. So really, what are those three things that would really move the bar for your students? And that's what you want to really hone in on for your planning time. And when you're thinking about it, a bulletin board is not a top three task. It could be some of the other things that could be on your to-do list, 
but what are going to be those three major things? And there's only three for the entire week. And then you can give yourself some points if you are making progress on any or all of those tasks during that day for the week. Now that I've gone over all of the tasks and ways that you could earn points, what you will do is that you will look at each day and you'll just track how many points you earned for that day and then also how you feel at the end of the day. It is a fun way for you to gamify and think about what's going on and these tasks that are meant to simplify your workload and reduce your overwhelm. And it is meant to have a way for you to track your progress and see your results and see how doing certain tasks may impact your mood and your enjoyment of your teaching. If you haven't grabbed it yet already, I'm going to let you know that you can go to kristenmasick.com forward slash scorecard to get your own copy so you don't have to listen to this over and over and over again and write down each of the tasks. You can get it for free and I would love to see how you are progressing and let's get working on gamifying your school day. Until next week.